Baddies, this episode is brought to you by M3 is 3D. That's right. M3 is 3D is a company that makes 3D printed figurines, much like these heads that hold our beautiful headphones. They also make Dungeons and Dragons figures, dice organizers, all the things to make your nerd life easier. This one is specifically a Sauron 3D printed graphic head, and it's I love it so much because I'm such a Lord of the Rings nerd. So and this is an alien. Yeah, so check out m3is3d.com. Use promo code ICBTB for 10% off at checkout. Yep. And, and yeah. That's enjoy. it, guys. We got a sponsor, believe it or not. Yeah. Enjoy the show. Uh, we see two shirtless men at the bowling alley. Hey. Just, hey. 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 Is this a naked bowling alley? Yeah, I thought this, this was a naked, naked bowling alley. Bowling alley. Yeah. Take out your dick. Take out your dick. Take out your dick. It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. introductions before the movies, like, Leonard Maltin comes out and he goes like, this movie was made in 1952 and it stars a young, you know, whatever. Bernadette Peters. Yeah, so you guys do that. We, I think we'd be, I think we'd be good MCs. You know yeah. what I mean? I think we we have good stage chemistry. We've done this, we've done that before when we were hosts. Uh, when um, I went to uh, college at, in Davis, I was part of the acapella community over mm-hmm. there, and they would have. Oh, these, I'm like, familiar. Oh, you're familiar. I got in a car accident on my way to see you. That's oh my. <laughs> well, thank you for. And I still came. <laughs> thank you for sacrificing your automobile to come and see me. I deeply appreciate it. Anything for you. I I love you, man. I love you too. Uh, and so we used to. Well, I think it was like two or three acapella shows we've hosted together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like without even preparing, we just kind of like we winged it. Improved it, it. yeah. Literally just improved it. Yeah, we'd be like, okay, this is the next group coming up. Uh, let's try to make a joke about their name. And uh, college students are very easy to make laugh. Yes. That's not actually true. But, really? But we had a good crowd and they liked you a lot. So it was, yeah. I guess it did help that there was some sort of like a uh, bias because I was. Uh, yes, everybody was. I don't, Do you remember how Christian was like the superhero, like quarterback of the acapella team? Everybody loved Christian. Seriously. No, when, no, no, it's true. I remember the, the show that I went to. Yeah. It was just like, here's this guy. Here's this guy. Here's, here's Christian. Christian. Every taking shirts off and yeah. stuff. I would I'm, just just under that, just just below. Seriously, <laughs> no, but yeah, just because you were you were the quarterback of that team, not in like the group setting, but in the way the crowd treated you. They loved you. I'm extremely flattered, and it's uh, it's uh, it's a weird position when your ego gets blown up in this sense. Like, do I say I? I'm just gonna say thank you. That's great. Thank you very much. Like, and it's uh, it was nice to be a part of something. Like, um, I think... <laughs> it was nice to be a part of something. <laughs> I think we're all just looking for camaraderie and community. Absolutely. Easy for you to say. Uh, <laughs> thank you for highlighting. Uh, I'm not quite articulate yet. I Alex is just using you for setups. That's every single episode. Story of our company. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome to another episode of ICBTB's Highly Irrelevant. My name is Alejandro. My name is Christian. And over there, we got a great, great man. A beautiful wow. man. Oh, Someone that has contributed a lot to my life and to the way that I am in terms of my character oh, and for sure. humor. I mean, arguably the reason why both of us do improv. Yeah. That's uh, and that's the a fact. reason. That is a, that is a solid fact. Christian talks about how much you've taught him and how much you've really helped him grow. And yeah, man. I was a little tiny boy when I first saw you do improv and, with the high school team and wearing was like a reason. nice like dress vest and stuff. No, that was later. That was high school. I was wearing like a really oversized sweatshirt with like a bowl cut and transitions and braces. Wasn't a good time for me. Anyways, <laughs> that's when I fell in love with improv and thought it was funny. But no, Christian and me we love you. We're oh, very appreciative of you. And, and yeah, we, dude. It, should we tell the baddies who it is? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, today we have in the guest couch Greg Reasoner. Who the guest hey, couch? Yes, it's me. So, 
in our books, or especially in my book, I've considered you like the uh, ben- Benicia's godfather of improv. Whoa. Like, I, come, come on, it's because it's been a while since we've all been in high school, but um, your legacy lives on. I was the oldest person at most of the uh, alumni shows. Yeah. Um, oh, we got to bring those back. I know. Are we gonna have another I one? The, I don't know why. Everybody else who I graduated with. Was like, no, I'm not. I'm not going back to that. That's, yeah, I'm kind of silly. I'm, I'm kind of cool off it. But I'm, it's, I love them. It's an opportunity to perform. Like it is, but I don't want to perform for high school kids. I don't know what makes high school kids laugh, dude. No structure. Oh, that's true. It's yeah. just, you, it's just bits. Mm-hmm. I'm, Unstructured I'm, bits. I'm afraid then I'll get like, then I'll get blue with it, and then then it's not, you know. That's but, where you have to control yourself. Yeah, and that's gonna be hard now. I was just thinking about that. They love we, innuendo though. If we MC mm. that. Um, movie thing one of my ideas in the beginning was like oh we should do like a live commentary for our show or whatever but i was like oh no because there's gonna be kids there who are gonna be like oh wonder you do that podcast and we can't like market our show to no, children no, no, no. that's gotta be indoors that one yes yeah. yes 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 that's but, gonna be uh, difficult to market um but but i still like let's bring it back to the yes. uh, that alumni improv show i think i don't think it should be above anyone to pass up an opportunity to perform where you did uh gain the skill sets or like a solid foundation of what we've carried on like more than a decade later into our lives, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a beautiful thing, and um, I just wanna, I just wanna thank you. You've uh, the baddies don't know this, but you have contributed a lot to us. Uh, right behind you is a flag of our original podcast artwork, which was done by you, done by you. A font that. Created. I can I can't find that font that you found. We sent that to other people, and they've literally been like, "We don't know what font to use. We don't know what font that is." And you, I got to be honest, I don't remember. You're a wizard, dude. It's it, it. You know what it is? It's the T's that are very difficult for them to find because you'll notice that they They're have like super serif shoulders. Yeah, right. It's beyond serifs. Yeah, it's super serif. So you know, it's it's one of a kind. Yeah, uh, Alejandro. Sorry about your eye. It's no. it's completely fine. No, That's the reason fine. why I wear sunglasses. Do you no, guys just... remember Atessa? Or do you yes, remember Atessa? I, I know Atessa. I did an awesome poster for the show that she was in, and uh, like, kind of her face was kind of in it like this. Uh huh. And just the eye. She had the. I did another weird eye, and I remember getting a lot of compliments about the poster, and then hearing behind my back, literally behind my back, Atessa saying to somebody else, going like. It's great, but my eye looks so weird. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you know, I'm pretty vain about things, but not not about that. Actually, it's graphic design. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Like, that's going to be my signature. Is just a, one to weird fuck eye. up an eye. Yeah. I also, it's also like, oh yeah, you know, I don't have a nose. Neither of us do. So it's like, am I going to throw fit because I don't? You know, all I have are nostrils. Who am I, Voldemort? No, I love it. That's it's just I have to use my art brain. I who love modern art think it's a perfect masterpiece of graphic design. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Thank you so much. You know. I gotta say, Picasso is an inspiration, not to be too pretentious, but he did this drawing, like, I was about to say, years ago, of course, years ago. <laughs> it um, wasn't yesterday. <laughs> and he wanted to, I think the mission was, he wanted to evoke uh, just, like, lust mm. with using two lines. Mm. And so he drew one curved line, and then one more line just coming up from the bottom, and it looks Whoa. like it looks like the curve of a woman's back and, like, the top of, like, her butt crack. <laughs> but it's like... It's wow. amazing. Two lines. Two lines. And you look at it and you're like, damn, Picasso. Less do, is more. Do you remember the Saturday Night Live sketch with John Lovitz where he's pretending to be Picasso? No. Where he's like at a- But uh, I love that era. He's like in a restaurant and they're like, uh, oh, uh, Mr. Picasso, here's your bill. And he's like, my what? And he's like, your your bill for your meal? And he's like, oh, here. And he like draws something on it. And he goes, I'm Picasso. And then oh, he hands it to the guy. He huh? literally did that. Yeah. And then he was like going to kids and kids would be like, oh my God, you're Picasso. He goes, yep. 
here you go. I'm Picasso. And like, it's just John Lovitz is killing it. It's the best. But he would, he would just get these huge bar tabs mm-hmm. and he would buy drinks for everybody yep. and stuff. And then when, when they would say like, okay, you got to pay up and like, he click, would click. just doodle on a napkin and give that to them. Oh, and that's just paid for. Yep. Uh, I don't not in the moment. Cause Picasso's weren't worth anything until after he died. Okay. So that's no, a that's very Van ballsy Go. move. I think that's every artist. Every artist's money goes. Picasso was appreciated during that's his true. lifetime. That's true. When he had that anteater that he was walking around with, that was a cool time. Wow, he had like a pet oh, anteater. Was that Salvador Dali? I don't know. I don't know. My knowledge on uh, OG artists, artists. Are, yeah, contemporary artists. It's it's very uh, <laughs> OG artists. You mean yeah. like Michelangelo and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, Leonardo and uh, DiCaprio, Master Splinter, and uh, <laughs> I think Picasso's earned old gangster status. Mm-hmm. I just think he's definitely gangster status. To what extent is it, how much does it diminish, like, when your ego is so blown up, like, yeah, you're great at what you do, but how much does it diminish our appreciation? To what extent does it take for us to, like, not appreciate someone if you're just that cocky? Like, let's say... No one likes cocky people in the moment, but when they're gone, people can appreciate, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like Prince, right? Prince, a lot of people were like, oh, oh my God, look at him doing his thing again. And then as soon as he died, everyone was like, Prince was like one of the best artists Look at his swagger. Yeah, yeah. He could do (laughs) anything. And look how everybody in the room does not appreciate him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. enough. They should be kissing his shoes. I would if I was there. And it's just like, would you? Would you? It's like... I wouldn't. I could not muster up the courage to, to speak to an idol like that. Yeah, to they someone, say not to meet your idols. Yeah, like I, I actively Dude, try I to avoid it. that. I believe it. I so here are my three that I I grew up with as a kid, and it just makes me sad to think mm. about. Bill Cosby. I yeah. I have his autograph. Yes, and a Paul letter Kogan. from him. Also oh. very difficult and challenging. Michael Jackson. Man, well, those are like my three idols. Well, and Martin Yan from uh, Yan Can Cook, but he's still good. <laughs> Yan Can Cook. Yeah, he's still for sure. good. Nobody nobody hates him. Corey Feldman, Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Wait, did Corey Feldman do anything bad, or was uh, he just like just a, super weird? Or was he just bad? I recently just saw his performance on the Today Show from a couple years ago when yeah. he's like trying to do music, um, and. Oof, his dancing is. Uh, he really I, wanted to be the next Michael Jackson. Oh, he had the hair. Mm-hmm. He had like the wet Jerry curl for some reason. It's always interesting <laughs> when celebrities try to make that transition into a different craft. Like you know, in the original Space Jam, like uh, uh, Michael Jordan tries to play baseball. Yeah. And he, they make a joke out of it. And he sucks terribly. Or like yeah, he when was actually actors a pretty good baseball music. player, even though he played double A, he was actually a pretty good. Yeah, baseball he, player. he was a minor. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's so a solid athlete. It's probably just in comparison to his impeccable basketball skills. 100%. Just yeah, like, he, oh, we expect you to be Michael Jordan at everything. Yeah. He was no Bo Jackson, who mm-hmm. was Bo Jackson at everything. Dude. Yeah. Bo Jackson. Sorry. Crazy. I mean, like... Um, Bo Jackson. <laughs> who, I was just watching Boogie Nights. And <gasps> so, uh, because it's available on Netflix, and I was like, I have to watch this. And I completely forgot about the part. Have you seen Boogie Nights? I can't say that I have. Mm. Okay. Well, Boogie Nights, it's starring Mark Wahlberg, and it's about... Uh, this uh, that's the one where he's got the huge penis personality. Yes. Oh, okay. No, it's, actually, it's actually he has a very shallow personality, um, but a huge penis. What is the rating on this podcast? By the way, is it like? Can I just yeah? Say, you like, say whatever you want. Oh, darn whatever. it! You are a pus whoa, filled whoa, maggot. Whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa! I've never said all of those. So in not in that order. order. Yeah, not in that order. But you can say those words. Okay. Just not in that order. Yeah. Yeah, because we ha- we do have some standards. So. Don't want to get that e. 
on the well we're we're okay with that we don't want to get banned from <laughs> apple for saying those words <laughs> what did you want to say realistically though? no no no. i just I, like i said he has a large personality rather than yeah. saying he has a large dick <laughs> <laughs> almost sound like you're trying to not say dyke <laughs> <laughs> um so in that movie it's uh yeah it's just his rise to fame in the porn industry in the 70s god and uh there's it's a rise and fall like mm. uh, naturally um, starts off as this nice kid a nice rise and fall just like his giant <laughs> 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 Dock? He has a dock yeah. <laughs> with a boat. Yeah. Um, and so when he's tr- when he gets broke eventually and like deep into cocaine, mm. he's trying to make money. And so he goes from be- being this like pornographic actor into trying to make music. And it's so horrible how tone deaf he is. And that's just uh that's just representative of like all other celebrities that try to make that transition. Like you got to be you know master at one thing, but which is kind of funny because Mark Wahlberg is a good did musician. make that yeah. transition. He did the opposite. <gasps> funky Marky Marsh and yes. the Funky Bunch. Yes, that's right. His, I completely forgot. His brother was the new kids on the block. Didn't yeah. he go to jail? Oh, oh, he did because oh. he beat a man almost to death. That's why he can't legally own a firearm in the state of Massachusetts. That's a fact. Why did he wait? Oh. Uh, uh. uh Marky Mark. Marky Mark did. Okay. Beaten Asia. I was going to say, Donald Wahlberg is no, a not blue Donnie. blood. <laughs> no, no, like not he Donnie. he works with guns. Not Donnie. No, Mark Wahlberg works with guns on set, but he can't legally own one mm. uh, because he's a registered violent offender. Oh, yeah. What am I talking about? I've seen yeah. him with tons of guns. He beat the shit out of a uh, Asian man when he was trying to rob the grocery store. He was very young. It was a mistake. He's already apologized to the guy. The guy says it's fine, I guess. Did he do but... it because he was Asian? I don't think it was a hate crime. I think he, he was, was trying to rob just a store. Hopped up on being a kid and mm. robbing a store or whatever. But either way, you know, hey, kids make dumb mistakes. That's actually a story of how you can make your worst mistake and still build up and you know achieve your dreams. So, do you guys have any stories about being hopped up on being a kid? Just like, God, why did I do that? You know, Probably because I was a dumb kid. You know, I look at like teenagers now and I think like, wow, teenagers are crazy and and out of out of pocket and just like super in- insane. Uh, and then I'll like think about it like, oh. No, no, I think we we were right about we were right about there. I think we weren't that far off. I think everybody thinks teenagers are crazy. I think it's natural. Like if you don't let out all that pent up energy when you're a, a hormonal teenager, then you're just kind of gonna let it out at the wrong times, like when you're over eighteen and when you could actually get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like the time to like fuck around with your friends is like when you're in high school and middle school. <laughs> but that being said, I didn't fuck around that much. Yeah, I was, yeah uh, you shouldn't mess around in middle school. Uh, Unless you're talking about just like messing around, like, ah, I'm crazy. <laughs> well, just messing around, just Although, having yeah. that high energy. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, high school is kind of interesting for people because you have the energy of a child, but the body of an adult. Mm. And that's what makes teenagers so scary. Yeah. You don't yeah. know your own strength at that point. Uh, three or more teenagers in a group scares the shit out of me. I, I, yeah. I want nothing to do with three or more teenagers. D- did you have like any crazy stories from when you were high school? Like, were you... I mean, I, I I got into my fair share of fights. That wasn't fun. You fought in high school, really? Uh, my record is uh, three and three. Nice. Oh, yeah. that's a solid record. Hey, always the smaller guy. Batting for five hundred. Well, and not to be a dick, Greg, I think you would always be the smaller guy. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Guys, my height are not intimidated by me. No, no, they're your friends. But, right. but we, we gotta stick together. Taller, slightly inebriated guys mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. I may or may not be <laughs> connected to. <laughs> Sorry, Christian just did a great like little side burp. Not, oh, now I have to like. <laughs> but you were making I have like to change to that camera angle direct now. eye contact with me <laughs> <laughs> because like, I'm drinking <laughs> bubbles on bubbles right that's now. That's how he establishes dominance. Yeah, I have to keep eye contact. Well, I didn't want to be rude, but no, I realized while staring at someone while burping is probably the rudest thing you no, can no, do. No, 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 no. You're right. We should go back to the original topic, guys. Thank you so much for that introduction. Oh, no, that's more going back.
back to. That is super sweet. Wow. Um, <laughs> nice. But I do, I do got to agree. Like the whole ego thing, I try to keep it humble. You're extremely uh, humble. That's why it surprises me that you have been in as many fights as you were, like when you were a kid. <laughs> well, I so I've got a loud mouth. Mm. Um, and it's very wide. If I if I can toot my own horn, I'm occasionally witty. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, something happens and I go, hey, uh, funny joke related to that situation. Yeah. And bigger guy who may not feel as confident about himself, who's, you know, like drunk or something. Yeah. Might be like, I'm going to fight that guy. He's <laughs> he's looking like he's uh, having a good time. And I want to. Uh, why the fuck didn't you say that? Dude? I want to be the good time. Uh, <laughs> come here. I'm a I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. <laughs> Big boy. Yeah. I uh, was at uh, a bar in, in Benicia a couple weeks ago, and I had um, my, a dog with me, and uh, beautiful dog, little Staffy. Huge dog, tremendous dog, perfect dog, greatest dog ever, greatest dog. Huge And um, I was in, the, I was at the bar ordering a drink, and this guy's like, "Oh man, beautiful!" And I turned around, and as a joke, my natural joke is, "Oh, thank you so much. I've been working out. Yeah, appreciate that." <laughs> and he's like, "Not you, idiot. The dog." And Damn. I was like, "I was like, oh," <laughs> and I kind of like laughed. I was like, "I, I couldn't tell." Um, he goes, "I'd knock you off your feet," and I go, "You know what?" You would sweep me off my feet any day. <laughs> and then he like nice. just glared at me like he was about to kill me. And I was just like, this guy has no humor in him. Like this guy can't take a joke at all. And so I was like, whatever. So like I just left. and went, But I was just like, sometimes people just can't take a joke after three beers. Uh- I'm like I'm impressed. Those were like three great back to back. I you know that was what? solid. Yeah, because yeah. I always do the first one. Oh, thank you so much. And so I have to like you know ha ha ha. No, that gives me time dog. to think yeah. about the second one. Yeah. And like then he started being a dick to me. So then I was like, oh, I'm just gonna fuck with him because he was like, oh, I'd knock you off your feet anytime. But he's a big old fat guy too. And I was just like, uh, you knock me or you tweet me on my feet any day, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> I thought it was, you would knock me off my feet. <laughs> you are huge. You're, you're right. You destroy if, me. I think if you were do a roundhouse kick to my face, I would be dead. And he'd be like, but I could, could you do, do a roundhouse kick? Bum, 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 if bum, he's that big, I don't no, know. He couldn't. Although sometimes you see fat guys doing like backflips and stuff on YouTube. I've always wanted to be that fat guy that could do like a breakdance windmill on you, the floor. You, you can be. That was, it's not I, impossible. Yeah, I think yes. you honestly have the core strength. You just don't have the teacher. I mean, and we I don't have the, the weight teacher. anymore. I think if there was one you thing that I was shoulders. actually sad about when I was losing, oh. I was just like, I can't be that guy anymore. The mass? Oh, oh just be the big, be the the fat big guy. guy. Be yeah. the fat guy that could surprisingly break dance really well. Hey, mm. you're still that guy. I'm, well, yeah, on the inside. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I will always <laughs> so don't worry about be it. Hey, fat. We know. Yeah. You, if I saw you doing like a head spin, in my mind, I would see eighth grade Christian doing that head spin <laughs> with his hat backwards and his 49er jacket and his face out to here. It would be beautiful. I would cry. See, I, I would drop a single tear. <laughs> if you were to see fat Christian do yeah. that. And then have a He's have back. a four hour erection. <laughs> He's back. I'm so proud. <laughs> Babe, we gotta go. It's working. I really hope people like skinny Christian more than they like fat Christian. We do. You're very you're very handsome. You never got to meet me. I, when I was fat. did meet you when you were <gasps> more rotund. You met me once. We did a game of uh an improv game called Werewolves. Yes. At uh <laughs> in Concord with a bunch of other people. This was before it got nasty. Yeah. Oh, because it got worse after that. Yeah, right? I drama th- folks just made made it dramatic. Are you telling me mm. drama people started drama? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't think that would They happen. really live up to the pun. Yeah, they really do. I mean, because there, there are pros and cons with everything, but having 
uh, done my fair share of like theater classes in community college. I did witness like, oh, this is awesome. Everyone's just like free and everybody's uh, hugging and kissing. This is nuts. But then the the drama that follows all of that, all the fighting and the sensitivities behind like who's dating who. You don't like me back. Not like not like an improv. That never happens in improv. No, never. (laughs) No zero zero drama in improv. If there's any of my former improv teammates listening, I never was the problem. You were the solution. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got the solutions right here. And Captain and Tennille, that's how we do it. <laughs> we just want to shout out real quick. We have a new sponsor on the show. We have our friends over at uh, wildheartstones.com. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Kyle's one of my friends. She runs this company and she uh, sells gems and amulets and talismans and bracelets and sage and all of your good foo-foo-y stuff that you guys all like. It's um, honestly really cool stuff. This website beautiful gems, beautiful is stones. The, the interface on this website makes it very easy to see exactly what you're buying. Um, not only just gems and uh, f- there's fossils, there's bracelets, there's a whole bunch of stuff here. There's a blog on this website. She, she knows that her family has been digging up these gems for for generations. So yes. this is the real deal Holyfield, guys. Check them out and at your purchase type in ICBTB for the promo code, get 15% off. Nice. Wild Hearthstone. We'll put the link in on our description and things yeah, like that. Yeah, check it out, y'all. What? I'm glad that we eventually were all on an improv team together. That is yes. crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. yeah Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Absolutely. So another proponent of why you're such a huge aspect in our like improv lives is because you... When I was going to community college, like you had thrown auditions, I already knew of you. You knew of known of me, and then Dragon Viper Cobra, which was the name of the improv team that you started, co-founded, co-founded. I'm co-founded. sorry, yes, uh, co-founded, and that brought me in. I was because I, I thought after high school, it was like that's, that's it. it. There's no more improv. That's yeah, what it sure. was for sure. It really, yeah. Uh, that's how it is for most people, I think. The guy I co-founded with, Bobby, we both were like Darren. Uh, not not Bobby Darren. <laughs> Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. And so we we were both kind of like, well, we now still like what? doing this, yeah. And we would hear that there was like some improv on campus, so we'd try to go find it, and we couldn't find anything. So we were finally like, let's, I guess, just do it ourselves. Yeah. And so we did some like unofficial club stuff that we got like kicked out of rooms for because we never registered with Diablo Valley College. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we had enough like a uh, sort of a we called it legit guerrilla improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we're like, screw it, let's make a team. Let's yeah, make it official. Yeah. Love it. You guys got a lot of work originally at zoos too, right? For your gorilla improv. Hey, <laughs> this guy. No, in jungles fighting Excuse people. Me. The jungle in Concord. Oh, you're That's talking where about... we would fight people. That's we would ambush right. kids at the jungle. So you take <laughs> all their tickets. You hide in the center of the giant playground. And yeah. when kids make it to the hut, they're like, yeah, we made it. You just pummel them. And you just say, my, first, first message of life. That's improv. My technique actually wasn't that impressive. I would just, do you remember the giant slide in there that was like on the second story I can't, all i remember is just like the pads that were like this that you climb up i don't remember anything else. so you would you would like you zigzag up those scaffoldings yeah. yep, or whatever that's all I remember. and then there was this one slide that was like i don't know two or three stories tall maybe it was like one story and you know it's yeah. just like eh, yeah. i'm small so but Ten feet. i would just put one foot down and then just get them right in the crotch <laughs> <laughs> I, for those of you who don't know the jungle is like an indoor child's playground discovery deck. zone yeah uh, it's uh, similar so, to chuck e cheese but not Chuck E. Cheese, no, uh, uh, like Way the Burger King tubular. Kids Club, like the mm, Burger King's yes. Kids Club times four. It's like a bunch of those just like mashed together, stuck with, on yes, top of yes. each other. Man, they don't do the Burger King Kids Club anymore. Is the jungle still open? By the way, it's still there. <laughs> I don't know if it's open anymore. Because I drive past it and I'm like, I don't think. 
I don't think I don't see families going in and out of there. Know, huge the, piece of real estate. The windows are blacked out, much like a casino. Because once you get in, they don't want you to know what time it is. No, so there you are just no clocks in there. Money. <laughs> it's the same concept as a casino. Kids, free candy for the kids. Let's get them hopped up on sugar and soda. And kids walking out like pizza drunk. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so dirty in oh. a fucking playground. Hey, you ever, there's always a puddle. There's always yep, a puddle. Yep. And you, you just know like the you know high what? schoolers who are working there are not getting in those tubes and no. like scrubbing them down with they're disinfectant. They're only getting in those tubes to smoke weed after their shift. That's can, all they're doing. Can we point out how crazy it was that we would try to? There's like two way traffic in like a crawl oh, tube. Yeah. And you would have to like brush shoulders against the sweaty kid. So you would see them coming down the pipe and be like, dun, 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 they, better, dun, dun, dun. they better back out. I'm in. I'm, I've been in here. <laughs> We're playing chicken. And they would just keep coming at you. Looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way yes. when he's crawling through and just destroying children on that <laughs> playground. That's how it was probably when you went through, correct? Oh, yeah. I was a huge guy. Oh, my God. I'm Usually getting... two kids could fit through that tube. It was just me. <laughs> what do they call those things? Like the big plastic things they shove through uh, like pipes to clean them out? Uh, uh, I, think they're, I think they're called pigs. <laughs> wah, wah. Wait, wait. Know. Oh, geez. sorry. I touched the mic. I touched I, the mic. You could touch <gasps> the mic all you want, uh, dude. It's fine. Yeah, I licked the can mic I also use, Can I also do a lot of uhs and... You could do whatever you want. Yeah, if you want, if you have a piece of gum, put it in your mouth right now and chew on it. it because it's you, you, you get a hall pass for everything. I'll do a lot of these. So, Suck just for you to edit later. later. <laughs> I think. Um, <clears throat> I like to leave all of those in because, like, it just makes it's natural. We're makes human. us look unprofessional. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, I've noticed that with like uh, so a lot of celebrities are getting into the podcast game in the last five years. Yeah, yeah. Megan and Harry. And it's pretty nuts how crappy the quality is yeah. of those podcasts. Because they think it's easy. They think it's just like, if they're like, if anybody can do it, us rich people can do it. And you're like, no, it actually like takes quite a bit of like yeah. effort and thought to like bounce. Because anyone can start a podcast. <laughs> so good. Anyone. It had like I'm a good echo on it. Yeah, I could hear it. I'm the... doing a bunch of side verbs. I don't... <laughs> I haven't had like bubbles in so long, so like it's all happening. You're just mm -hmm. coming back to bubbles, right? Have you completely healed from Vegas? Yeah, because after so I went to Vegas last week. And hey, I, did you go to Vegas? Uh, hey, I went to I went to Vegas, dude, and to I go see the Raiders. Party. Yeah, yeah. No, fuck the Raiders. <laughs> but, you went to go see the Golden Knights. Um, dude, a team. They are. While I was there, I was uh, I obviously drank a lot, and I what couldn't. Cure my hangovers with LaCroix. In Vegas? Yeah, Weird. Dude, after 28 years, I, I had thought my first we were going to be straight edge forever. So, straight, so Christian, sorry, dude. Christian FaceTimes me and he's drinking a Red Bull. And I don't know if I, I haven't seen you drink like a Red Bull or like a monster like that in a long, long time. You were just Horrible. necking a Red Bull on this, on this FaceTime <laughs> call. And I was like, wow, you really are doing the Vegas thing, bro. I was Good in the morning, job. dude. I had like five hours of sleep. Um, no I, coffee. After that Red Bull, I had, uh, I had an IPA and then I had another Red Bull. And, and then so, a pound of blow, and then you just went to the club, you bought everybody out at the Spearmint Rhino, you took home four strippers, two hookers, and one man, and you just guys partied all night long, much like the Hangover 2, except instead of being in Thailand, it was Vegas. And, and he paid his whole tab with a doodle on a napkin. Like, <laughs> no! Um... I, 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 we recently met up with an old friend of ours, um, who handed us something that was very important to us as kids and growing up. And I think it's, it's far more important to you. So we actually have a little surprise for you. Yeah, um, dude. And we, we, hopefully this will. Is it the tag team belts? I thought. No, we don't. No, don't we don't have, have those. those. You, you oh, we they're probably those in my garage. Too, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't mind having them. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, this is, this is for you to take a peek at. What? Do you oh remember that? Oh my goodness. Is so this the Bible? That is like the, the improv old... Bible from the Benicia High School improv team. There are 
phone numbers from auditions going all the way back to like 2006. There's some kid's social security number in there. There's uh, like doodles for the posters we used to put out. Devil like, Mountain Improv League Playbook 1999. Look, it goes back. Yeah, man. That's that's the Bible. And you know, we got You're it. You're freaking cry. We, we yeah. kind of actually hoped that that would make you cry. Yeah, man. That was actually kind of like our swing. I know, swing college thing. Park. Oh, my God. Uh, I remember going to College Park. Yeah, dude. I mean, because what improv was, and beat all these teams. <laughs> we won the championship my do, senior year. You guys used if to I do could, like an improv Olympics or improv like dude, championship? Okay, How cool. did that work? Because we didn't, by the time we got to improv, it wasn't was like dying a, out. It wasn't a competitive thing I anymore. I feel so bad for you guys. So if I can be like, a, who's the uncle from uh, Napoleon uncle Dynamite? Oh, yeah. Okay, just that like, guy. If there's a football, I could, I could throw it all the way across those mountains. <laughs> uh, except for my, my bum knee or something like that. I don't know. My old football injury. Come and eat, Tina. Dude, uh, if I could have gotten like a Letterman jacket in improv, I would have. Uh, well, in Texas, band kids get Letterman jackets, so I don't see any reason why you shouldn't get one. Way more athletically fit than a band kid. No, 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 that's, that's not, we're not saying that. We're not saying that at all. Yeah. But can you tell us a little bit like how the competitions went, how they broke down? So how, how did it work? It was like a season mm-hmm. with... Like a bunch of the high schools in the area, in the Mount Diablo area, with like uh, Antioch, Las Lomas, Ignacio Valley, uh, and, you know, Walnut Creek, Concord, Pleasant Hill. Yep, yep. So we were the only ones across the bridge for the most part. It's not like yeah, Vallejo we were, didn't we were have the, an improv team. the dirty bridges. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we were the poor kids who had yes, to pace. Which I remember the first time I uh, went to a game over in College Park, I was like, they're so close to the mall. They're so lucky. <laughs> lucky. Oh my gosh. They can hang out. They don't there. have to go to Vallejo to do something. <laughs> exactly. Boy, did I hate Benicia as a teenager, but I love it now. Yes. So. Now that we're older, I'm like, I respect this place now. That's but. Benicia's motto. Boy, did I hate Benicia as a teenager, but I love it now. Yeah. Great if you're a kid. Great if you're an adult. Teenager, Not good if you're get out of town. To mm-hmm. 21. You're going to be 20. so bored. Yeah. So, um,. So there's a season. So all the all the teams weeks. are in there, and you would play each team once or twice, and travel to all the schools. Um, you know, like we traveled to Deer Valley, Antioch, etc. Okay. At the end of the season, they would tally up uh, the wins. Well, how, how would you win? Well, how what, what was oh, okay. the competition so, part like? So you had to. God, let me go even further back before the season starts. Okay. The captains of every team would we would all meet up. <laughs> you, had at, a meeting, you had a capo meeting like the at, mafia. Yes. Crazy. Oh my god. <gasps> at Heather Farms. Wow. <laughs> you all sit around Creek. the table and be like, "I represent the family from Benicia." And like, you... I represent the family from College Park. Uh, no, no, no. Somebody else would be like Benicia, and they'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> We're here. The Dons don't do a lot of talking. You have one person behind you who's just like me. That's your second. Yeah, your second there. Rob Tom. <laughs> we of Benicia like to think that oh the Thomas family I'm so sad I missed them they oh, were man. not they a, I that was a good one that was a good yeah. for you listeners that family. are not from, from the Bay Benicia. Area or America or and this Wait, does this like... go out beyond Benicia <laughs> I don't think so I mean no it does actually we have quite a bit of people in Ohio thank you Ohio people uh, but yeah these are just uh, this for is lovers the improv community in the Bay Area uh, and. Just people that were, I would say, legends in specifically Benicia, Benicia. High School. Yeah. I mean, Pat Thomas, I wouldn't be surprised if he is famous now because I think Cool Ghouls Music is like is, touring yes, mm, everywhere. Like Asia. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So we would all meet at the gazebo in the garden at Heather Farms. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, in Walnut Creek. Yeah. Famous improv location. Tremendous. Huge. <laughs> we would all. Very famous. We would all coordinate phone numbers and figure out when we could. Like, you would have to meet with your drama department even before that to get, like, dates and be like, okay, so I can 
do a show mm. on these days. Yeah. That's when I can I can only do like five shows because I was so lazy. <laughs> so you guys have you can hold it on your hand. And that's, that's why. and that's not even like your own personal improv shows where just the team is just performing for the school. I get you. So you get just to clarify, you get a schedule. Yes. This Friday, this Friday, this Friday, this Friday, you get the improv show. And then of those or the the theater for the improv show. Mm-hmm. Of those, here are five that I'm gonna take and we're gonna compete in those five. And like, this is when I can have Deer Valley here. Yep. This is when I can have okay. Las Lomas here and yada, yada. So when they come up. And, and they would also. Do the same. Do the same. And so we would figure that out. That's the Beautiful. whole season. Make sure that we play every team at least once. We'd also have to schedule judges. So that's where mm. we determine the winners. So we'd have to have a, uh, just a like a, a funny judge, like who, you know, which team was funnier okay. in, in each scene. Uh, a technical judge yep. and a story judge. And were these judges from the teams? Were they from the schools? They were from other schools. Okay. So let's so say, would, so, okay. yeah, let's say we had Benicia against College Park, mm-hmm. and then the judges should be from Antioch different High. schools. Antioch, uh, not Crondelet. They didn't. They just to eliminate they didn't have bias. a team, but um, but I, I get it. Yeah. And, and the whole idea is because they're part of this league of improv shows, they would be there, and that's why they're able. Okay, cool. Yeah. However, wow, sometimes a- teams they were like, oh, we forgot to schedule a judge. And so they would just grab like their friend mm. who was there. It's a good way to, to fill make it. It's a good way to okay, win. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the what was the De La Salle. Oh. Yeah. Sorry to call you out De La Salle, but you guys had a sketchy improv team oh, back the in the all t- boys. Back in the early two thousands. Hey, they're all like lawyers now, so don't worry about <laughs> it. Okay. Um yeah, so we would do that. And at the end of the season they would figure out what eight teams have the most wins. And put the number one team against the number eight team and do tournament bracket. Whoa. Do playoffs. Love it. And then there would be a championship game. And how would the championship game go down? So the way each show was formatted is the captains would meet meet up or phone call before the show. Uh And they would figure out like, okay, so you pick four games, we'll pick four games, and we'll each Mm. do each other's games. So, you know, like I pick Half-Life, so both teams are going to do Half-Life. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, like visitors go first or home team go first, whatever. And, you know, and then we would do their game. They want to do a slideshow. Yeah. So then we did. We tried. Show. You would try to make it as fair as possible. Yes. What I'm. What I'm so appreciative of is, so obviously the in the general scope of improv, like uh, let's say people see it as this silly thing. They think of like whose line is it anyway? And what I love so much is that your generation of improvisers, you guys were able to turn it into a league. So very yeah. similar to like, like how we didn't turn it into a league, but we thrived. You guys with yeah. us. That's I mean, that's a I mean, it's like in here, you know, it says like 1999. Yeah, it's a rough league. I, OK, maybe you didn't Student start it, but you run. carried it on. Yeah. Yes. Carried it on. Yeah. And what the fact that that exists, this structure, this uh, like tournaments, it's very similar to like Championships. how video games, you know, they're just they were seen to just be played by kids and people that weren't doing anything with their lives. Look at where video games have come to now there are esports mm-hmm. leagues that mm-hmm. are owned by big time celebrities mm-hmm. and i teaching l- tools yes and what people don't understand about improv is that it is a fa- it, it's what made me like a, a more of a social person like before like obviously growing up uh not looking the best and not and being an outsider because i'd moved to a different school in the seventh grade i didn't know how to talk to people i didn't make friends very easily i didn't know how to talk to girls but like Joining the improv team because I just decided to audition last minute 
turned me into this person that's like, yes, I even though I'm scared, I'm going to talk to you right now. I'm going to make eye contact and I could I've developed a form of wit where I could like make you smile. I could uh, crack a joke. And like now it's it's become s- such a big part of me. And I am confident enough to say, like, yeah, I got a pretty bomb ass personality and improv has definitely contributed to that a lot. And that improv Bible right there and the what the improv culture has done for me in high school, beyond high school, thanks to you and Bobby, I don't know, dude. Like, I just, uh, I'm getting a little emotional because, like, dude, it's a big part of my life. And I feel like I, some of my closest friends, in your mid-20s, you, you, you lose touch with people, but, like, I, I like to stay in touch with with people know me as a singer, obviously, and that's that's its whole thing too. But another thing is like the people you do improv with. Hmm. You get on stage. You're willing to be so vulnerable because you don't have anything written. You that's, there's no script. You don't know if you're gonna make the, your audience laugh. You might it might be a bad show, but you're you're out on the battlefield with like your brothers and like sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, failing together, having laughs, talking about bad scenes, but getting better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going through, I mean, I think doing comedy, uh, period, is difficult and very revealing for yourself. And doing it with other people, I mean, it's like going through trauma together. You know what I mean? Like, you guys all (laughs) Improv is like going through trauma together. It really, on a lot of different levels. It's two hours of therapy when we meet up every week. In front of 80 people, so you have to, like, really (laughs) choose your words carefully. Back in, I want to say, 2003, we did a show at Clayton Valley. Clayton Valley's team was super cool. We met them backstage. Really fun, funny guys. And, and gals, uh, and they were really, they were like super supportive. Great team. Their audience was terrible. Mm. They would laugh at everything Clayton Valley did, but any t- anything that we did, they would st- literally stifle laughs. Mm-hmm. I remember I did a reference to the Quiznos sub gerbil. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you can remember that thing, yeah. hey, Quiznos subs, hey, Quiznos subs, yeah. And I heard people like start to laugh and then like go mm, like, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> Come on. I would have said something. I would have been like, hey guys, you guys are allowed to laugh at our jokes too, you know? Like I no, would have I would have just straight up called the audience they out. They were on like it. they were going super competitive. They hey, wanted fine. their team to win. You you guys are gonna win anyways. Let's just enjoy the show, man. Which Fuck we it. did face Clayton Valley in the championships mm-hmm. my senior year, but it was at De La Salle. Oh, so it wasn't like ground. their neutral own ground. exactly. That's it wasn't good. their That's own good. audience. Was that something that somebody asked for, knowing how Clayton Valley is? You guys are like we can we'll do the championship with you guys, but it's got to be in a different area just because you knew how it went. So I I believe what happened was we, I, we didn't bid on who gets to host the championship, but this was around the time when De La Salle was undefeated as all heck. Wow! Like during the glorious glory days when they had that movie. Mm-hmm. About how you know? Did you, did you guys ever see that movie? They had a movie. The yeah, it was called like the the time when the yard is the longest from no. the fin. It's some oh. super oh. long, long title. Yes, 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 yes. It's and a football. It, it's the football movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's about like the struggles of being undefeated and privileged. And oh, never so losing. Hard. Oh my <laughs> gosh, so hard. You know how no, no, difficult no, no. it is to never lose? I was a friend who went to Dallas Al. You're, they were super cool. I they are actually, Dallas Al people are super cool. Very good kissers. And Dallas Al? I'm in front of that. That's cool. <laughs> hey, dude. It's cool. Hey, dude, man, it's, it's fine. It's 2021. Lips are lips are lips. All right? Hell yeah. yeah. What do you got to do? You're talking as if we're in the uh, the, the 2000s. Yeah, the, man. The Come aughts. On. Yeah, the aughts. Sorry. Um, what do you who? Yeah. Yeah, so so tell us about the championship. Uh, we did it, and it was great, and we won. Um, it was super fun. Yeah. Get like a, a briefcase full of money. So the team who won it last year, they forgot to bring the trophy, and so trophy? I was- Trophy? The trophy. There was a literal trophy. You're what kidding. Did, what did it look like? 
it it was like a it was like you know like a stereotypical like a, like a one of the trophy. plastic ones that they get no, no, to no, it was, oh, it was wait, big wait, like a legit trophy like a legit trophy and, wow i don't know if it had like a bowler on top of it or not like uh-huh. a soccer yeah oh. like a kid playing soccer what, or what was engraved on it i don't i don't remember i don't actually think i ever got to hold it i was handed what? a rolled up newspaper and said like for winning this is all we have yeah really so yeah. what what happened just the last team kept it and and now it's lost to eternity yeah, or what knows? it could be in somebody's closet totally Crazy. shattered or turned into a bong or something that would be a cool bong a trophy bong actually is kind of cool this yeah. is my trophy bong just be super uh, high is, and proud. This improv trophy. Now it's my bong. <laughs> yeah. Well, so this was the here was the best thing about the league. You would go to all these schools and you would meet your friend group at that school. Yeah. Mm. Yep. This is. Oh, it's like oh, you are you're Chris. You're you're Sharon from my own friend yes, group. Yes, for sure. You're, for you're sure. their versions and at stuff. At this school, this is what I would yeah. look like if I went to this school. Yes. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. I remember on the team we'd be like, oh my god, did you see that guy with the uh, the Superman shirt who was like doing cartwheels on yep. stage? That's Greg, that was that was you, Greg. I was like, really? It's like yeah, when, no, no. Jordan would be wearing the superhero <laughs> suit, the Superman shirt. It's like when sitcoms from the same network have a collab episode. Oh, like the blackout on uh, what was it? Friends and Seinfeld. Yep, yep. Beautiful. Yep. Or like when uh, Homer met Peter yes, in that yes, cl- yes, uh, collab. Yes, yes, yes. That's or what it when, was. when uh, Timmy Turner met Jimmy Neutron. Or Crazy. When, when Rick and Morty was in the new Space Jam. Were they? Oh, really? I guess you guys haven't seen no, it. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. They have like a two second cameo. It's the best. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, I heard once LeBron got traded to the Toon Squad, they were gonna go all the way. You know, the Toon Squad <laughs> is such a power of three that you just can't you just can't beat it, honestly. Yeah. Um I do have one one last question. Because you mentioned that you never got to hold the trophy, so you only won. Do you once? have the oh my god, do you have the trophy? Well, no. but you oh said, my god, I'm gonna cry said, if you have the trophy. <laughs> oh my god, you don't said you do only this. won once? Yeah, my senior year. What year was that? That was two thousand five. Interesting. Oh my god, you have the trophy! We have the improv trophy. This came into our possession not too long ago, around the same time we got that Bible. And Greg, we believe that this truly does belong, belong to you. To you. Benicia High School, uh, 2001. Uh, we also have the Benicia High School in 5, 6, and 7 what? engraved into here. So... Would you like to hold the improv trophy? Oh my good! How did you get this? Shout out to Austin Scott, who yeah. was uh, our uh, improv captain, along with Alejandro. Yes, sir. During I our... was there at his audition. I. It's the paper is in that Bible, actually. I told I told Jordan I was just like, get that freshman. Yep, mm-hmm. first freshman to ever be. But Greg... also Corey McMoyler, get him too. Yep. <laughs> Here oh you go, goodness. sir. Congratulations. If your... anyone deserves it, I, there's no one else that I think wow. deserves it more than you. We do. didn't know what we things, were gonna. These things are heavier than they than you think. <laughs> Thank you. Give us a speech. Just give us a speech. Uh, well, wow. we didn't know what to do with it. We were gonna maybe Jesus, keep it, put it in the studio. Uh, but we figure it's more important for you. Let's to actually have it. hear a speech from yeah. this guy, and, you, I'll, and I'll push in. And how like, do you feel we'll holding it, it for the first time? Like, is this? Am I going back in time to like 2005 or like a speech now? Of like, it's about time. Uh, do the speech now. I, now, I, I think that would be more dramatic. The, yeah, the like, anticipation of how much time when has gone Leo by. finally got his Oscar, it was the best. Yeah, this it's is a, this is what it is. Can I talk about that for a second? Leo getting his Oscar. Yeah, Leo for eating he a bear? did a great job in the Revenant. He However, did. I gotta say, Tom Hardy was better in that movie. <sighs> yeah, oh, but yeah. he wasn't but the lead. I was gonna say Tom Hardy's playing a supporting role though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I mean. And Leto was incredible. I was like, if I didn't know you were Tom Hardy, I would be like, who is that Texan? Up in Canada, mm. and I have to say, like prior to the Revenant, Leonardo DiCaprio has done better performances that he should have gone that Oscar way earlier. Yeah, Not... with eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah, he should have gone it. Yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So good. But anyway. you got your own award. Oh, I thought this was my speech. 
I would love like a, a crowd work speech at the Oscars. Hey, where are you guys from? Yeah. Hey, you, you look pretty cool. What's your name? Mr. De Niro. You cool. guys came here together? You guys came yeah. here together? No. That's How many a... years were you married? <laughs> Just start doing a bit. Somebody... Yeah, I used to be an actor. I quit because I hated him. Hey, uh, hey, Will, uh, ask Maggie if... Uh... <laughs> oh, you guys don't know each other? Maggie Gyllenhaal? This is Will Smith? Will Smith? Maggie Gyllenhaal? There was, a, there was an Oscars when Will Smith and Maggie Smith sat next to each other and the host was like, oh, the Smith family. <laughs> <laughs> And then she was like, oh, clever. And Will was just like, I don't know. Will the was pressure. like, I ain't related to her. Imagine bombing when you're uh, during your acceptance speech. Ugh. Oh, um, big fear of mine. Yeah, that happens quite a bit. Yeah, this is what happened to the league. 2000, like, you know, 2005, 2006, 2007, Benicia, Benicia, Benicia. Yeah. And I will say 2008 was our freshman year. And, and, so the, and where was the league? I mean, that's that's probably how Austin came about it because he was on the team his freshman year. Mm-hmm. That's probably how he became in in possession of the stuff. Yeah. Um. But uh. But I mean, how does it feel to hold it, buddy? God, it feels it feels great. Oh, there's stuff in here. Oh, there's spider webs. Oh yeah, it is kind of. It's pretty. Cool. If I get bit, am I going to turn tool. into a Hamilton? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not the one that we want to see though. Yeah. Um, so I was totally wrong about it being like a bowling trophy or something. Yes. Yes. That it was, was funny fun. because the entire time we knew exactly. Faces. Yeah, I was. I was, I was waiting for the timing. I was going to say, like, what if we told you that behind this curtain, that trophy's here. Come on out, trophy. Oh, oh my God. And it walks on out. out. He's yeah. got, Kyle like, a Silva, cane my old he... captain. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. What's really nice about this is that this episode's so full of nostalgia. It's, it's just uh, shooting us back to the past. And especially with the pandemic having occurred, When's the last time we performed on stage? <laughs> Sorry, I tried, to do, I tried to do your burp. That's not a side burp. Was that, that? Was, that was a half of like a vomit. You were like almost there. I tried to do that at the side, but it didn't feel good. <laughs> it's got to come out the front. It looked like you were about to turn into a werewolf was what it was. Not the first time. That I've looked like I was about to turn into a werewolf. You, you currently look like a werewolf. The, the, so the fur here, it goes all the way up to the eyes. You're no. kidding. You're legitimately kidding, right? You're fucking with no, me. No, 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 no. Like if you look closely, like it, it gets up here. You look like the little brother from Jumanji. Thank you. <laughs> your, <laughs> your hair follicles, they're really I was hoping really on I point. was hoping I was going to get Teen Wolf, mm-hmm. but I will take a younger character. You look like the love interest from Mark Wahlberg's Planet of the Apes. Mm. Do you get scared when Not you shave that you mommy. might like get shave the eye? Eyes? Yeah. Nah. I mean, like, what? Well, if it's going this <laughs> close, man. <laughs> Just only you would be that scared. Do yeah, I? dude, I have shaky hands. But That's like, why you don't shave your balls, right? Uh, dude, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to go that eye. <laughs> <laughs> use the same razor. That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> In the same session, too. <laughs> Two birds, one razor. Left ball, left eye. Right ball, right eye. No, left ball, right eye. Right ball, left eye. Oh, let's yeah. Let's keep it symmetrical. Let's balance it out. <laughs> I would never. Mm. You guys are nuts. <laughs> I've missed your puns. I cannot man. take a joke. Yeah. Oh gosh. These. Uh, These nuts. Improv. I don't know. I I love that this is an improv episode. It's giving our listeners. A lot of our listeners, they knew that we were improv guys, but they, I don't think they understand the inside baseball and like our passion behind it and uh, that there's like a science behind it too. Something that we've like learned um, that I've learned like through you was just like, okay, it's not just going up there and being silly. Like, well, let's try to initiate like making a scene. You, you, there's a, a foundation to it. Like, mm-hmm. let's establish where we are, who we are, what we're doing, and let's like find the proper dismount to this scene mm-hmm. without it going for too long because we've all seen improv scenes um where it's just two people standing on stage 
talking and we don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, actually, this is, I didn't talk to you guys about this, but I'm currently writing a book. Whoa. You are? Yeah. Uh, the working title right now is Improv by the Numbers. Mm. And it's, what? it's. I mean, I don't know how much you got of it, but Christian, I definitely put you through the through the ringer of yeah. stats. Yeah. Statistical improv. Crazy that. Stats were such a, okay. Please, can you tell the listeners just a little bit of like what stats when I was, when we were going through your team? Sure, sure. So in the early days when Bobby and I were running the team, you know, we only had high school experience and sure. I became captain of my team just out of, there were only two juniors and the other junior didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I got sort of forced into it. And same with like Dragon Viper Cobra. Like I didn't want to be a leader of the team, but it was like, if I don't step up, it's not going to happen. Not so really. we had a lot of people on the team who kind of were like, you know, we'd try to coach them and they'd be like, who, like, why should I listen to you? Like, who are you for me to listen to? So I was like, okay, if I can break down just like irrefutable statistics of a scene, like I keep trying to tell you that you're taking too long. And so I'm going to time the scenes now, which annoyed people, but then people grew from it. So like uh, I tried to time like when you would do your, your initial establishment, I would call Mm -hmm. it the RLW relationship location and why. Like the, why are you here? Why are we, why are we seeing this? What's the platform of this? A lot of people have other acronyms, Crow and, uh, I don't know him, but something something like that. Yeah. (laughs) But so I was like, okay, how long does it take you to establish the RLW? How long Mm -hmm. does it take you to finish your, your whole scene? And, uh, what are your, your other, I I was about to break them down, but it's like, no, you buy the book and then you can get all the stats on there. Yeah. Yeah. So. But just, you know, breaking down like, okay, so you, you know, you do, you have these trends in the scene and after you've done a practice worth of scenes, I can, you know, compile those numbers and give you averages and then you can see where you trend, what you need to work on, what you're doing great on. Yeah, I do. I do remember doing a little bit of that. And so, and and it was really, I mean, the ROW was definitely something that, you know, we would focus on so adamantly. And, you know, at first it is kind of taxing in in practice, but what isn't taxing in practice? And then you get to the show and you're doing it and then like, boom, it sets everything up so concisely that it just kind of, everything else now can flow. The audience doesn't notice it. No, no. no. And when we watch or when I watch improv, like other people do improv, they're doing it in a like their way of it but those are the things that they're establishing like every good improv scene that anyone's ever seen hits all those numbers pretty early on so that they can have fun with the re- like it was such a I, I mean i i had no idea you made that up i thought it was just like a known thing i thought that's how everybody like practiced and learned like I, that was so so it was concise. my it was my rodney dangerfield moment of like uh like Come on, guys. Listen, listen to me. Hey, fellas. Come yeah. on, fellas. Yeah. Listen. Hey, hey. And it's like, all right, fine. If you're not going to respect me, respect the numbers. Yeah. Because there there's go. a formula to it. And it's just, it's, it shows you your trend. I mean, it's not. And I remember people would get so disheartened by it. Or it's. that's That was my goal. Was to. No, uh, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. For us to like uh, <laughs> be broken people, so you can yeah, build us back up. super sad about it. But no, but because a lot of improv people we did to bring it back consist of theater and drama people and like we are all sensitive we're performers because we come from like uh we come we have insecurities we 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 want to be loved we want to be validated we've spoken about this before and so it's it makes sense that we would get like a little bit self-critical um but if you learn early on it's just like okay yeah uh let's just do better let's grow Mm -hmm. and i i miss it and uh uh Doing this podcast has been an outlet for us to perform, and we do an improv, like we do an improv scene a, a week. But 
I do miss the so many factors are stripped away. This is just like this is an audio platform. We're doing an improv scene where we're sitting down and just looking at each other. We don't really do improv with anyone else. Uh, we're not taking down stats or anything. We're just trying to make each other laugh. There's no audience in the form of an actual audience or in the form of your team where you could uh, see if you're doing okay. Mm-hmm. But we still always establish a relationship. Yeah, and, uh, you know what I mean. Like we do all that stuff still just because it's been bound into our head and that's how we know how to do improv that was the goal was that's how we want to drill i want to do improv drills like and i remember some people some people loved it some people hated it Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter whether you loved it or hate it i saw people grow from it yeah Yeah. and it's like i know maybe you thought these drills were stupid but i'm watching your stage performances and seeing they're getting better yeah yeah Yeah. i i mean I'm getting kind of hot in here. Let's do an improv scene and get this baby going. Yeah. Also, my phone keeps buzzing. Should I turn Go this ahead. off? Or no, air, I, I don't mode think anybody or? hears, but mine is also I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to put it on here. airplane yeah, mode. Everybody's just. I don't want it to be like that rip, rip, thing that happens in podcasts. Oh, like you hear it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Although uh, this is like nice technology, technology, so maybe it won't. It'll be okay. fine. You know, just a little bit of phone vibration. You guys have such a great setup. Thank you. Thank we you. work really hard. It's so all thanks impressed. to Christian. Christian thank you, thank is, is the master of the house. Mm-hmm. I'm the technical the guy. I'm the technical guy, and yes. it is located in my mother's home. I'm so literally just the ideas man. Um, um, ladies and gentlemen, highly irrelevant. Then we, we add like a clap sound right here. Okay. In, I was like, case. damn, this is quite the introduction <laughs> yeah. to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I'm going to do it again now because I don't like to talk after. <clears throat> all right, uh, gentlemen. Uh, I, I'm here to represent the bowling league of the Bay Area. On here, over on my right, I have Greg Reasoner of Benicia Bowling League High School. And to my left over here, I have... Uh, it wasn't matter, pal. Why are you laughing at me? I know what everyone's title is. I just don't think we need to go through the titles again. I you all know who I am? I'm Bucky Two Lanes out of Crondelette. And you guys know that we is the best. And I know we're going to sit around here and jibba-jabba for 45 minutes just to find out that I am the best. I just don't understand why you got to laugh at me, though. (laughs) I laugh at everybody. Gentlemen, we haven't even started yet. We're meeting together to establish boundaries. I I understand that. I I respect boundaries and all. All respect to the the league, of course. No, no, yeah, Yeah, you're doing great. Don't disrespect the league. The league has brought us up through generations and generations of bowling families. Grandmaster, it, it ain't nothing on you. It is It is truly just my up affliction to the Benicia League. Well, with whatever beef you guys have before we continue on with the league and the tournaments, you guys have to squash it. Oh, well. Okay, I, well, that, that's I, what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I'm trying to I, understand why this guy thinks I'm did funny. You, did you bring beef? Because I brought beef to squash. I, I'm, I, I brought 28 chuck. Huh? Oh, you we're bringing literal beef. Well, I, that's how we do it. Grandmaster, how come you didn't tell me we were supposed to bring literal beef? We're always supposed to bring beef to these meetings. The rules have changed. I thought it was metaphorical. Mm. Well, now we're trying to be more literal. People are... Confused. I was so confused the first time I watched people smush their beef. Also, it's a potluck, so, uh, you know, if you I got bringing... no problem smashing beef with another guy, but I just want to know if I'm going to supposed to bring half... actual beef. You want half of my beef? It's a lot of beef here. You can have half. There and we then go. we're going to smash the beef okay. together. Honestly, I, I think pe- people from Benicia are vile and disgusting, but I guess for the Grandmaster, I'll do this. As long as you're not laughing at me and you're saying things politely, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> right. Um, we see that one more man enters uh, enters the gymnasium of... What say? The word? De La Salle. Of uh, De La Salle. Uh, oh, that's where I'm from. <laughs> oh, we're not actually... Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we still see whatever you're saying. Yes. Yeah. And then... Uh, I, <laughs> everyone the in the room turns 
Hey, how you doing? Oh, oh my God. Um, and it's a <laughs> underboss, Christian Baltazar, winner of the past five generations of the high school bowling league. Generations. This guy is so old. He's he's been in high school for eight years. My voice what? is all over the place. He's not walking. He's on an, an electric wheelchair. A, a Charles Xavier floating <laughs> wheelchair. <laughs> But the one, but like the one from the action figure back in the '90s, where it had the little at- guns come out of the yes, 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 panels. Yes. <laughs> exactly that. Have you come to get your revenge? Because we outed you and made the grandmaster our new grandmaster of bowling. We got beef. I smelled the beef. Oh, uh, you bring your own beef to smush. I've learned that if we're gonna have a good a good tournament, all beef needs to be squashed. And you're here to squash your beef. State your claim, sir. I don't know where my voice is anymore. <laughs> Yeah, state your, state your claim now, sir. Greg Reasoner. Oh. We see the Greg Reasoner character rise his hand up and then lower it fast in like a throwing motion, putting his beef on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then he steps on it and he literally squashes his beef. <laughs> like that, like that. Oh, well, I mean, I think that's kind of rude, seeing as he won't be able to do that. But uh, I'll do it as well. The um The... Um, my guy um, does the thing. Double same lanes. Thing. Double lanes. Yeah, double, double lanes. Um, the, the the same thing. We cut to the actual event of the tournament. It's going to be uh, Greg Reasoner versus Alejandro from Grandelet. Uh, two lanes. My name's Two Lanes. Double, Chucky Two Lanes. Oh, Chucky Two Lanes. Was it Chucky? So, yeah, now it is. It's Wait, Chucky Two Lanes. Re- rewind the tape. <laughs> Chucky Two Lanes. Okay, and uh, we're there at the uh, at the bowling alley. Wow, that was impressive. Talk, I've never seen a ball bounce between two lanes and then get strikes on both sides. You know, some people think the best you can do is 10 when you're bowling. I get 20. Grandmaster. Yes, I've been here the entire time. <laughs> I gotta say, there's no way I can get 20. Hey, if you this believe, guy is in another league. If you believe in yourself, you can try. You really think? I think so. In this moment right now. In this moment. You, you have self-doubt. It's I, all about confidence. I just saw some guy score... Twice as much as I thought was ever possible. <laughs> so bouncing three lanes. I got a double turkey. Double turkey. Th- 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 three lanes? Three lanes. Greg. What? It's never been done before. In you the can't history do that, of Grandmaster. That, it's impossible, Grandmaster. That, that could kill someone. I try all the time, Grandmaster. In the summer of 1879, we see Christian Baltazar not in a wheelchair. It's uh, <laughs> he's, on, he's in his feet. <laughs> and he, he no, just, no, no. It was already established. It was only eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he's don't you, know, you freaking mess he's up. He's not gonna lose his legs here. Don't worry. This is just how he became original Grandmaster in 18. 60-something. Uh, Christian's character reaches back, throws the ball so hard, it completely collapses the bowling alley, and everybody says, you're Grandmaster now. And now we're back to uh, current times. That story doesn't explain how I can just bowl on three lanes. No, you but- just destroyed a bowling alley. <laughs> what does that have to do with three lanes? Honestly, I think it's reckless. You shouldn't do it. Hey, could you stop getting on my back? Okay, sorry. Hey, give me my shirt back. Okay, here you go. <laughs> Thank you. This isn't my shirt. I, let me I'm my... just kidding. It totally is. I didn't mean to block. Let me put my pants back on. Uh, we see two shirtless men at the bowling alley. Hey, this is a naked bowling alley? This is a naked bowling alley? Take out your dick. Take out your dick. Take out your dick. Um, Sir, you need to leave. We are not that kind of bowlers. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. R2D2. I thought you were C3PO. Oh, my God. 
As this is going on, we see Greg Reasoner hit three lanes, but no one sees it. <laughs> Guys, did you see it? Did no, you see we're it? We're in the middle of something here. I Tommy Two Lanes isn't talking to C3PO and aren't Get out your dicks. Get out your dicks. Get out your dicks. Grandmaster, we have lost all control of this bowling alley. Please use the self destruct bone. <laughs> It's our only way out, Grandmaster. It's our only way out. Real quick. That's breaking so many... Imp- I like... <laughs> wait, wait, real quick. Real quick. We we spend 50 minutes talking about our legacy as improvisers. <laughs> and we do this scene, and there's so many rules are broken. We oh didn't do God. any warm-up. Oh we didn't because do any misty vistas. We didn't big booties. No big booties. We didn't do... Half of that scene was just us telling... The listeners, what's happening in this scene? <laughs> oh my god! I like to imagine that Christian got in the wheelchair because he hit a strike so hard that the pins <laughs> flew and cut his legs off at the knees. Greg, what are my stats on Is that? He- <laughs> no, wait, don't wait, wait. Now I'm picturing Christian's character as the bad guy from uh, Wild Wild West. <laughs> Kenneth Brana. I got a giant spider. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did we change accents? Or at least you you were pretty I, consistent. I was all over the place. <laughs> Gosh, it is. You said let's let's get hot and it got hot. That's how we do it. Wet. I'm I am just ready wet. To but, take and out and your you're dicks. also sweaty. <laughs> take out your dicks might be the best thing I've ever said. Take out your dicks. <laughs> That's take great. out your dicks. Two, two shirtless men. We see two shirtless men in the bowling alley. I love how both me and Greg were instantly like, oh yeah, those are two other men. <laughs> yeah. Unestablished characters. Yeah, yeah. It was never a sound. Take out your dicks. Take out your dicks. Something that I have honestly chatted, shouted, chanted, chouted, chouted, chouted that before. Greg, I don't deserve that trophy. Take it far <laughs> away from me. <laughs> that so, is yours. I'm fucking dizzy. I need to take these I'm off. I'm wet. Fuck. Oh my god. And you're also sweating from the improv show. <laughs> so. Oh my god. I am just soaked. This is yeah. this is honestly, I think, one of my favorite highly relevant episodes, Greg. This is gonna oh, be good. this is gonna be a ten pull episode. Oh, we still for have sure. a movie to talk about. Oh my god, I'm gonna need a I need to lay down for like ten minutes, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not beat red for the entire fucking episode. I'm changing on my shower. <laughs> <laughs> We are hot and loopy and like confused and sweaty. Are you pumping in laughing gas in here? <laughs> no, dude. Okay, back to the scene. Take out your dicks. Take out your dicks. Take out your dicks. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. Okay. We, um, <clears throat> back to business. We watched a movie this week. Yes. And we watched a movie called. Star Wars episode Wait, one. Is this the start of the next episode? No, no, no. no. We're teasing it. We're teasing oh, okay. it. Yeah. I'm yes. so sorry. That no, would be don't crazy. apologize. No, no. Sorry, I got it, guys. Okay, take okay. over. We, we watched Star Wars episode one. The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Is it The Phantom Menace or A Phantom Menace? No, it's The Phantom Menace. I would okay. love it if it was A Phantom Menace. <laughs> Honestly, okay. <laughs> Ambiguous. Uh, with a question mark? Some phantom menace. Is there a phantom? <laughs> is he a menace? This I watched the whole movie. There was not a single ghost. Just Don't, Dennis, yeah, who was the ghost? Dennis, and the menace walks by. Was he menacing? <laughs> um, I, I do want to say, Obi Wan, what's wrong? <laughs> there was a a g- 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 a g- 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 phantom. <laughs> no, he's also um, no. That was my me. Alec Guinness, by the way, not my. Uh, <laughs> Your Alec Guinness is on guy. point, by the way. Um, that was more bridge over or. Bridge over troubled water. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, you have incredible impressions. I'll tell you that. Uh, Doing man. the rest of the episode, no glasses. We uh, yeah. So we watched Star Same. Wars: Phantom Menace. Great movie. Uh, sorry to everybody who hates Jar Jar Binks, but 
We're going to talk about him. It's going to be a love fest. He yes. exists. He you, happened. We he were was talking about nostalgia. Yep. Like that movie is nostalgia. For we me. took a pill of nostalgia, and then we came in here and drank Kool Aid, and 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 had a Lunchables, and then Christian threw up on the floor, and now we're ready. I feel like I'm going to throw up on the floor. I do feel very hot. <laughs> we need to open the window. Um, All right. Uh, Greg, before we end this episode, yeah. anything you want to just uh, tell the baddies? Well, tell them or, to follow you on anything. Uh, I have no social media. I wow, am, so cool. I think three years sober from Facebook. Incredible. Wow. Uh, so just follow me literally. <laughs> um, that's how Jesus got his followers. That's what I'm trying to go for. I'm What's your address? To... They could just mail you. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you have a peel box for fan mail. Got a P.O. Box. Wow. P.O. Box 911. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to just, I'm going to put myself in a corner and say like coming this winter. Okay. Yes. My book. Hell yeah. I would love Improv to. Improv by the numbers. Have you back on so we can talk about your book and tell everybody about your incredible way of doing improv. Because I love it. It's honestly a great, incredible way as a sports, as a kid who grew up playing sports. That's exactly how I learned. And that's exactly how I, I need to learn. So do it good on you Just man you're doing the right simple, thing stupid yeah mm-hmm. mm. kiss baby kiss um great band i think something else that i would like to uh shout out for you is that you've also created your own tabletop rpgs oh yeah yeah yeah. i need to pump pub- i need to publish those they're yes. like done knights Aaron, right? knights errant and gun for hire and a gun for hire that's cowboy game why? i would yes. like to play gun for hire Oh my god! I would, I would I really love, enjoy cowboy yeah, games. Yeah, that well, would be awesome. Well, um, I I was able to play. Uh, I think I played both of them at one point. Yes, probably. Yeah. Um, and the most recent time was probably like a year and a half ago. Played Knights Errant with uh April and you, mm-hmm. and that was s- such a good time. And like your ability as a uh, what's a, as a DM, right? A GM. GM. I'm GM sorry. is dungeon master. That's for Dungeons and Dragons. And okay. GM is game master. I I literally cannot use that. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're ending it there. Yeah, I'm (laughs) Alejandro. You can follow me at call underscore me, Jesus. I'm sweaty. You can follow me at Christian has asthma. And you can follow the podcast at ICBTB Podcast. You guys know the thing. Drop us a like, a review, a subscribe. Give us a rating, all that good jazz. We love you. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Baddies, thanks for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. This episode was brought to you by companies like M3is3D.com. Be sure to check them out. All the links that you need to find them are in the descriptions below. And uh, be sure to check out icbtb.com to get any of your merch that you want from us or to check out episodes on any other platforms, streaming platforms, or YouTube. And be sure to hit us up on our socials. Email us and DM us on Instagram, and we'll see you guys later. Take it easy. So much fun. I'm getting away. Don't make fun of me. (laughs) What a great. I just washed this. I just washed this. I want to zoom in on your boobies. Oh man, this is straight. Actually, Christian, I don't think I've ever seen you without your shirt. Really? And I'm impressed. Thank you. You were like built up. I worked that two days ago, but look at all this adipose tissue. Well, I mean, that's 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 definition. You're 